What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? It is me. It is me, your girl, Labora Lee, aka Cat Lee. Um, today we we got some things to get into. You read the title, right? It's um masculinity versus femininity and it's it sounds crazy like we going to war but we're not we're actually just gonna dive into it y'all know on wednesdays um we dive we try to dive deep but at the same time have some fun but before we get to all of that and i'll finish explaining check this out want last minute brand design help get top tier fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. All right, I'm back. So anyway, I wanted to dive into this thing. I had a few, several interesting um, conversations in the last couple of days. And I had me thinking like, yo, like, maybe we should talk about this. Because, you know, we never really get to the important things in life. We do, but we don't. Um, so part of this, this is the wire part. And then the other part is the, the wet part. Um, because I also have found a very, very interesting young lady. And I love the things that she talks about um, in her classes. And, and I'm hoping to get her on this show. I really, really am. But for right now, we're going to dive into some of the things that she she talks about as well. And that's the what part. Um, but let's get into it. So, again, I told you guys um, a part of this conversation today was, you know, I've had interesting conversations with my spouse, with friends. Um, I've come across certain situations Hold on, online, and I need my phone for this because we are going to talk about it, and I'm going to play a few clips as we go along. Um, but certain subject matter comes up online, and you run past it, but you really like, you know, if you're not paying attention, or if you're not, I'm, I'm inclined to know about these things because, um, you know, I like to talk about things on on a, a nice Wednesday evening. And um, so it's a few things that I want I ran across and they're going to go in line with what we're going to talk about. But let's get into the subject matter at hand. Um, so a lot of times when it comes down to femininity and masculinity, you know, there are these um, stereotypes. They are there are these, you know, ideals and beliefs that everybody has. And it's just like, uh well, a woman should be this way and a man should be this way. So we're going to tap into some of that. And then I'm going to give you some some extra things to, to throw on top of that to kind of reiterate why we feel the way we feel. So femininities and masculinities describes, well, describe gender identities. Um, they describe socio-cultural socio, um, categories in everyday language these terms are used to identify the biological or biologic um biological um situation um because femininities and masculinities are gender identities they are shaped by social cultural process but not by biology and should be um and that should be um essentialized femininities and so uh, masculinities are plural and dynamic and they change with culture and individuals now i want to stop there for a second because that is like the uh textbook way of talking about masculinity and um femininity now let me just say this I don't just come out of my head with these, like with, with this information, this information that I just read from you came from the European Commission, Stanford University and National Science Foundation, the National Science Foundation, just so you know. Now I'm going to cite wherever um, I get my information from as well. Um, so let's talk about it. Um, 
Well, I should keep going and then we'll get into what it is that I have to say about this. But um, so Hofstad, masculinity and femininity, um, the dimension focused to how extent in which a society stress achievement in nature. Masculinity um, is seen to be the trait in which emphasize ambition, listen up, ambition, acquisition of wealth, and deterrent um, uh, differenti- to differentiate gender roles. Femininity is seen to be a trait which stresses, um, which stress caring and nurturing behaviors, sexuality, um, well, sexuality equival- equivalency, um, environmental awareness, and more fluid gender roles. So that is another way to define what both are. But um, in Hofstede's definition, masculinity stands for a so- uh, for a society in which social gender roles are clearly distinct. Men are supposed to be assertive, tough, focused on material success, where women are supposed to be more modest, tender, concerned about quality of life. Um, femininity stands for a society in which social gender roles overlap. Both men and women are supposed to be modest, tender, and concerned about quality of life. I agree with that. Um, a lot of times, and I'm going to stop there. I have more to say. I mean, I got my notes here. I'm ready to talk to y'all about it. But a lot of times, though, men, and I'm going to give you um, a prime example of this in two seconds. So let me turn this on. Um, a lot of times, men are made to believe that they can't tap in to and I'm sorry fellas but you have a certain degree of femininity but it's not what you think and it's not how you think I've seen over time um men who felt like well who were raised a certain kind of way and then being raised they were taught that they can't cry and they gotta be extra tough and and they can't show emotion and they can't show emotion to the people that whom they love they gotta be hard they gotta be sturdy they gotta be stern um and unfortunately that causes a lot of problems throughout their lives because mentally it's a lot to take so i'm gonna play this really really quick because this goes into what i was saying um i don't know if i'm gonna get through the whole clip but let's let's just try it out real quick let me see is my bluetooth on hold on i'll make sure everything is connected but a lot of times you know we men are told like you can't be emotional you can't be this you can't be that and why can't they? All right, here we go. Why can't they? But listen to this really quick. Hold on. Because this is an interesting concept. Dealing with mental health, you got to deal with the spiritual health as well. Right. And having a way for people to, to grade their spiritual health. Because a man can be like, no, I'm straight right now. I'm focused. I'm just do what I want to do. But there's something wrong with your spirit. And you've never even acknowledged the issues that go on because your spirit can have you know, things attached to them based on what you went through. You kill somebody, that flash of murder exists within you. Right. You rob somebody, that feeling of being an immoral being exists within you. You yes. treat somebody the wrong way, uh, your spirit is in balance now forever, and you got to figure out a way to correct that. But society has no tools and resources. So yes. black men are walking around with PTSD. They can't sleep, got insomnia. You understand me? They're not eating the right foods, not in the right environments, listening to the wrong music. So everything about your environment is engulfed in death and engulfed in unhealthy behavior. Exactly. So the way you take that out on somebody else, what that's going to look like? A demon. Right. So we call it demon time. Right. And the little kids is right, so, really dealing with mental. Now, what I want to say about that particular clip now, he, he deals with the, the mental aspect of things. But again, if you're being taught to, to believe that you can't feel and you can't be emotional and all you can think about is um you know how ambitious you have to be and and how how to get wealthy and um how to to differentiate yourself from a woman and what you think that should be totally feminine it's very hard to focus on even your mental health you feel me like people are telling you 
you can't be out here and you can't feel you can't and those resources if you had those resources um if those resources were available to you that's why i'm proud of mom dudes so she into the mental health she's a mental health counselor but if you had those resources available to you um those are things that you could deal with and understand. And like, it's all right to have a little, but see that definitely it's because the word is femininity though. So you thinking like, Oh, I can't be feminine. I can't have a feminine side. And it shouldn't really be about that. Like Hoff said, um, Hoff said, said, um, both men and women are supposed to be modest, tender and concerned with life on um, the quality of life. But they'll tell you, you can't, you got to be this way. You got to be hard. You got to be stern. You can't tap into your feminine, your feminine side. I think um, all of us have both sides. And the reason why I think that is because men and women are generally when before birth born as women. I'm going to be honest with you. And then the chromosomes come together and they figure out what it's going to be. And then we have the male and then we have the female. But when you are first conceived, you are conceived as a woman. Scientific fact, you don't have to believe me. You could go look it up for yourself. I always tell y'all form your own opinions. And then, you know, we go from there. I'm just telling you what scientific facts um, are stated. So what are some of the traits of masculinity and femininity? So you have the high masculine traits and then you have the low masculine traits, which are femininity um, or considered feminine. So let's talk about it. Social norms. So so in, in terms of high masculinity, um, it is ego oriented money and things um, and things are important. Um, you know, money and things are important um, and live in order to work. Uh, one, on the low masculinity side, which is the feminine side, relationship oriented, um, quality of life and people are important, work in order to live. You know what I'm saying? Um, political and economics, let's go to that. Economic growth high in priority on the high masculine side. Conflict solved through force. On the feminine side, environment protection high priority. Um, conflict solved through negotiation. Now, you could say a lot of your, um, some of your politicians have a feminine side, but whatever. Um, religion, most important in life, only men can be priests. Think about it. If you go back to the old times and you looked in like the Bible or whatever book that you read, I've read a lot of them. Um, that ha was very clearly stated. And if you think about, I'm going to stay in history, you think about kingdoms. At one point in time, for some, for a long time, women could not be the head um, monarch. That only the 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 man could be king, and the women could not rule the kingdom. But that's you know, I mean, like that's a, a part of that masculinity, that trait where, you know, that way of thinking. Less important to like, oh, let's get to the feminine side. Less important in life um, on a religion tip, both men and women um, as priests. Um, you know, even with this country, let's talk about the United States, for example. Um, for a long time women were not allowed to vote for um for some strange reason this country is very uh, afraid of a woman getting into power and they always were like well she's going to be emotional and she's going to be this and she's going to be that we've had monarchs that were queens and ran their countries accordingly elizabeth the first for example catherine the great for example um let's let's who else Elizabeth II, the current queen who runs England right now, um, there have been situations where women have been in charge. The problem is, is in this country, they just don't want a woman to, to, to rule the country. And it is what it is. You see what happened to Hillary. I'm just saying, you see what happened to Hillary. So let's get back to these traits. Work. Larger gender wage gap. Fewer women in management. Um, preferences, I just said it, preferences for higher pay. 
smaller um so the feminine side smaller gender wage gap um more women in management um preferences for fewer working hours um because a lot of women you know women are have families and their moms and stuff uh so let's keep it going family and school high masculine trait traditional family structure girls cry boys don't boys fight girls don't falling is a disaster well, failing is a disaster. I'm sorry. Failing, falling is a disaster. Either way you look at it. Um, on the low masculine side, the feminine side, um, flexible family structures. Both boys and girls cry. Neither fight, falling. I mean, failing is a minor incident, which it is. You know, a lot of times when it comes down, boils down to us. We like, all right, we failed, but we can keep. We gonna keep moving as far as women are concerned. But when it comes to men. Um, you know, they're a little bit harder on themselves because they've been taught that they have to um, have a certain level of, they have to have a certain level of masculinity. And it's like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I want my man to be strong, but I also want him to be able to feel like he can feel. Because if you don't feel, then you are a robot. And yeah, money is important and all that good stuff. You need it to survive in life and all of these good things. But you also have to have some time to feel and to deal and to cope. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm looking for this one particular clip. It's supposed to be here, but I do not see it. But, you know, men have been taught that they're not allowed to feel they're not allowed to, 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 you know what I mean, get into their feelings and, 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 you know, be okay with that. And it's crazy. Hold on. I know I put this clip in here. I know I did. But anyway, so, um, even down to submission. Let's talk about that real quick. You know I'm big on talking about submission. But the question goes, oh my gosh, I'm so mad I don't have that clip in here, y'all, because that was part of this whole submission subject matter. Um, But the question goes, um, dang, I thought I had it. I be going so fast. Um, and this is something else we're going to talk about too, but let me just go back to here because this is the same people who the clip was coming from. Um, but it's not all of what the question that was posed at the time, but basically it was about submission and the, the gentleman asked, can you see yourself being submissive to a man who, um, so I'm paraphrasing, so to speak, um, cannot be tough when it comes to other dudes you know what i mean like when it's the situation is crazy but this young lady said something and we're gonna listen to what she had to say real quick if i feel like i gotta be submissive to a man to get what i want in return that is manipulation now i feel like a woman is submissive to a man who is in the position to give her what she wants like if a man is doing everything that he has to do or your partner, whoever, is in that dominant role and is doing everything for his partner, his or her partner, then the woman is like in her right to be submissive because she's getting what she needs for her Naturally. All right, so that was part of it. Um, Like I said, it's not the full clip, which I'm mad because I thought I had, let me see. I feel like- Let me see if I can find the full clip. Um, but it's not the full clip, but even down to submission, there's a certain level of masculinity and femininity. Like I want, in order for me to be submissive to my spouse, he has to not, I still need him to feel and I still need him to be emotional in his own right. Not in my right, not how I want him to be, but how he needs to be. I need him to be able to tap into his feelings. I need him to understand what his feelings are. But at the same time, there is a certain level of masculinity I do need in order for me to submit to him. Um, and that's not saying like, oh, I'm going I'm, I'm to pull you by your pony. You know, I'm, come on, woman, you know, caveman situation, which I'm getting ready to share a situation, which would be a problem for me. 
like as far as this masculinity thing goes like how this dude is talking right now that would be a problem for me because that's not masculinity that's insecurity but let me play this real quick what would you do if i was going on girls holidays every other month i'd have to shut that down i think it's disrespectful do you go on a little holiday i can do whatever i want you're with me you don't want to we go on holidays together we go places together when I have to go places with just the boys, you stay home. It could just be like women just go on holiday to have fun. And men will try and sleep with you. So? So Does it I mean the women are? Correct. If this is what I'm saying. You agree. No, no, agree. Agree. It's not work reality. Just, we agree. Yes, you do. Okay. We agree. Okay. No, we're not moving on to the next question. Sure, no, we agree. Okay. We agree. You're right. They're going to try and you're not going to let them. I agree. If I walk out to the car park, it doesn't matter how good the locks are on my car. If someone's trying to break into my car, am I going to let them keep trying? No. No. It's disrespectful. It's mine. And no one comes near it because it's mine. No one's going to try and steal it. For me to I'll put it in a place where people are going to try and steal it is nothing less than irresponsible. My female is taken care of and has a fantastic life. She does not need to go on holidays to fucking make an awesome and be a hoe on some random okay, table. But some random table because her friend met some dude on fucking Tinder. No. Stay home. Now, again, when we look, look uh -huh, let me get out of here real quick. That is not an example of masculinity. Like, you don't have to be like that. Like, if you could go places, I could go places too. And this gets to my next point. Um, that's not an example of being masculine. That's a, and a prime example of being insecure. If you feel like I can't go on a trip with my girls and have a little fun with my girls because you're worried about the next man um, trying to snatch me out. That's your own insecurities and you need to internally deal with them yourself. I can't stop you from being insecure. I can reassure you. I can tell you like, all right, babe, you know what I mean? It's me and you and mean it. Cause I'm gonna be honest in my situation. I mean it. It's me and you, it's me and you and I'm gonna hold it down and I ain't going fuck this shit up. Excuse my language, but that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But you, sir, have an insecurity within your soul, so your girl can't go and on a vacation, which that would be holiday in England and other places. But your girl, she can't go have some fun with her girls because you're insecure. That's sad. That's not masculinity. And you, you know, your tone and how you carried it, you might have felt like you were asserting yourself in a masculine way but you look childish and immature and insecure and that's not a, a, an example of what i mean by masculinity you um can be masculine without being insecure you feel me? like that's there's two different levels on that tip um and that's real and just because I didn't argue back or go like try to go into the argument with you does not mean I'm being submissive to you. That means um, it's an old saying, only a fool argues with fools. I'll put it like that. So that means I'm not about to argue with you because you sound like a fool. You sound idiotic and you sound like a fool. The man I submit to, or submitted to in, in my case, but the man I submit to does not have to do all of that and he know i'm gonna hold it down and he knows that i'm not going to um disrespect him in any way when he walk out this door like even down to me doing this podcast um i'm not gonna act like i'm the the, the best looking lady in the world i'm fair for a square you feel me but you know i get certain messages and people say certain things and you know, my spouse has to be strong enough to know, like, I, right, you know what I mean? I like a man that's, like, not insecure. And that's like, yeah, these dudes want mine. And I'm proud of that. Not, oh, you can't go. Because somebody's going to try to get mine. You have to have trust in me enough to know that they can't get it. Because it's yours. It's just that simple. Now, if you're a piece of shit, which it sounds like this gentleman is then you probably do have those insecurities because you probably out here doing up to no good. There are a lot of men that mistake their insecurities um, as masculinity and a form of making a woman submit. I've had those situations prior to now. Thank God I don't have that right now. But I've had those situations where they mist mis like mistake, like had the, made the mistake of thinking that their insecurities and egos <laughs> was masculinity 
Um, and in hindsight, the ego, the ego part is the masculinity, I guess. But the insecurity is not like I'm a man, so I could do that. Yeah, well, you're a man that you're going to find yourself alone for a mighty long time because a woman of good standing, a woman who um, is secure within herself is not going to deal with that, sir. And especially not talking to me like that. That's not what we not. We not going to do that. I don't even do arguments, so to speak. Like if it gets to the point where we're arguing I'm going to shut down. I don't have nothing else to say because, see, when I used to go back and forth, when I used to argue with people, it turned into some, well, one person particularly, two, it turned into some stuff that it shouldn't have been. You know what I'm saying? Like physical altercations. I'm not a punk. So, you know what I mean? Like, and so I decided at some point in time in my life that I'm not going to argue again. Only a fool argues with a fool. And so that's just not what I'm into. Um, and that's that. But, you know, some people like the toxic traits. And he seems like a toxic trait type of dude. Um, so to further end the rate, because we are going to be mindful of the time and talk about some things. To further end the rate, what I was saying about masculinity and femininity. Fellas, it's okay for you to feel... Um, like if you're going through something it's it's okay to say that you're going through something it's okay to deal with your emotions and your anxieties and whatever you're going through mentally ladies it is our job to not because also ladies you have a tendency of when they do do that and you say you want these things you say you want them to be a certain kind of way but then when they do do that you put them down oh look at you you crying like a little punk He's really going through something, though. Oh, look at you. You acting like a little, excuse me, P-U-S-S-Y, pussy. I might as well say I spelled it. You acting like this. You acting like that. But you're never acknowledging that he has feelings, too. But you want him to, to be in touch with his feminine side. You want him, you want all of that. And then when he act like that dude or when he acts all hardcore and like he don't give a shit, then you're um well, why are you like that and you know that's an argument you got to pick a side figure out what it is you want but in doing so you also have to understand that men are human too and fellas don't put us down about how we are naturally as women we naturally have feminine feminine traits um question posed was this and i'm <laughs> I like I love our conversations, but the question was, you know, what happened to the day where men men had the men cave man cave and they used to hang out with the fellas and they went to the lodge and they did this that and the third and then the women were with the women and they did what they wanted you know they did what they were supposed to do they hung out with the women. Problem was, it's a lot of things that happened in the course of that time. Um, a lot of things changed the dynamic of that. One is the expectation for you want the woman to stay in her place and you want her to be over here and not in the way and all of that, then you can't want um, certain things from a woman. You feel me? Like, you just can't want it that way. But at the same time, I don't think that any woman at this point wants to give up her freedoms of um, being able to decide what it is that she want to do and being able to decide what it is that she likes and um, I don't think that she's trying to tap into the masculine side of things. I think these are this, just the things that she likes. For example, let me use the example because this ties into that conversation, which is football. You know, it's a common misconception that, you know, ladies didn't use, used to watch football. That's a, a lot of ladies watch football um, for many, 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 many decades. I happen to be one of those ladies. I love football. I love soccer. I'm not tennis so much. I'm cool with golf. And I'm definitely big on basketball, even though I haven't really had time to watch any basketball lately. I don't miss no seasons of football, though. You know what I'm saying? It's ladies out here that love sports, but that doesn't have to do with her trying to be masculine. Those are just the things that she likes. So... I think that we all should be more considerate of everybody's sides, the masculine side, the feminine side, 
when a man has to tap into his feminine side of things and that's not saying he's a woman don't ever get it twisted that's just saying that he has some things that are bothering him or maybe not necessarily bothering him but concern him that he um he really cares about or is passionate about and because he's into that that doesn't make him soft and fellas do you want the lady to be soft then you have to give her the opportunity to be that don't make her have to be harder than what she wants to be to be honest with you i like being the lady in my relationships um i have i've had a few relationships where i had to be a little bit more masculine than i wanted to be and i didn't want to be that i wanted to be feminine now i get to you know be my feminine self and i don't gotta go as hard um as maybe i probably would have but all sides is different things that we go through in life that causes these effects so you know you gotta tap into those traits and be honest about it like i want to be able to be a feminine um female and i don't want to be um I don't want to be a dude. I want to be a female. I like being ladylike and dainty. And I like the idea of, you know, my, my, my old man being, you know, the man of the situation. I like that. Sometimes I like for him to be in charge. Sometimes I want to be in charge. But, you know, what I mean, at the end of the day, like if his decisions make sense to me, I'm going to let him take the lead. It has to make sense. I, fortunately, in the last few years, I haven't been in a situation where nothing makes and like most of the things that he brought to the table or, you know, as ideas made sense so I could roll with it. If it doesn't make sense, then I can't roll with it. And that's as simple as that. So um, as far as the masculine side of things, you know what I mean, and submission, if bro show me that he can lead then i'm gonna follow and it's just that as simple as that i'm not made to, to submit to anybody um but at the same time <laughs> i also expect him to be able to tap into the feminine side of things which is not necessarily like i said a gender thing it's more so uh, um lower masculinity part aspect of his life so that's that so I'm going to play a quick commercial. Um, as you can see, I got my water here. Or as you can hear, I got my water here. Um, and then we are going to get into the wet side of things because <laughs> I don't want to forget it. So just pay attention. Now, to those who are listening, this um, commercial I'm about to play is from a jewelry company. You can find them on, online. The link is in the description above or below. Um, it's called She Said Yes. They have exquisite, exquisite jewelry. Um, and it's not just wedding rings. So don't get your panties in, or your boxers in a bunch. Um, they sell all kinds of jewelry, necklaces, bracelets, bracelets, jewelry for men, jewelry for women, all of those things. But yeah, they kind of specialize in the in the the wedding bell sector of things. But check this out. Now, like I said, the link is in the description above and or below, depending on how you're watching. Depending. And again, don't get your panties in a bunch or your boxes in a bunch. It does not have to be a marriage thing with them. It's a, someone who likes exquisite jewelry with free shipping and high quality cuts. It's that kind of environment. It's just, the, she said, yes, it's just the title of the store. Okay. So this next young lady, I mean, this next subject matter. I told you we're going to get into the wet aspect of this thing. Um, it's three particular clips that I want, three things, maybe two clips I want to play. And then um, 
question a question that was posed on her page as well but this young lady i love her she's all about all the things that i'm about and i'm i love her because i'm learning things from her as well and she has um a patreon course that she has available um and like i said i would love to have her on the show but the first thing we're going to deal with in the wet part of this wednesday mm-hmm, is the orgasm and she says something in specific and i need you guys to listen so keep your ears open to what she's saying squirting is not an orgasm it's one of those things that people are so obsessed with it and you don't even know what it is squirting is one form of ejaculation by women so you have creaming there is um gushing and then there's this um urethral fluid stuff i forget the exact name but like it drips out the pussy actually so in one of those videos on my patreon you actually can see it looks like teardrops are falling out of her clitoris and that's a form of ejaculation it's really sweet i did not taste that girl just want to be very clear about that but it is if you ever taste it it when it drops on your tongue it's very sweet like sugar Ooh. and so then there's and then there's squirting so a lot of people like, well, I don't know how to square. I don't know how to do this. And the way that people be talking about their pussy and what it do and don't do, it's like, but it's doing something. You just don't know what it is. And so you don't acknowledge it, you know? Okay. It's like, you are ejaculating, but which way are you ejaculating? All right. So that's the first, the first clip that I wanted to play. Um, again, I said, this lady is all about the things that I'm into. Like she taps into these things um, as far as ejaculation is concerned. Because I want to get, I want to go there, and I just want to go there based upon experience, not because I'm an expert in this. Although my sexual experience probably would make me an expert, but um, there are a few things that I've done in life. For example, I am naturally, and I'm telling y'all a lot of information that probably you shouldn't know, but we, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, and that and th- that includes me, you know, throwing myself into the mix. Um, so as far as ejaculation, in my experience, I've, I've creamed, um, I'm quite sure I've had the other situations as well. And then I've also squirted. Um, but only one person has ever made me squirt. I mean, ever in life made me squirt. There's only one person I can think of that's ever done that. And I'm still there to this day. And the only one person that's ever done it. Um, and, and it hasn't happened like a whole, whole lot. Like, like not something that's happened, you know, every time. No, I'm, I'm going to, like, I'm, I get cringy. You know, those things happen, but I haven't squirted every time. Um, but I have. He ha- he has made me squirt. And so, you know, I, I think it's important to know, one, of what your body does. I think what she, I can elaborate on what she said. I think that's very important to know as a woman, what your body does. Everybody's not a squirter. Everybody is not built for the squirt life. Um, I used to run around and say the same thing. Like I've never squirted. I've never squirted until I did. And then I did. And I was like, well, damn, like what was we doing that made me do that? But you can't I couldn't pinpoint it because it was two different like I said it was two different scenarios one scenario was um in one position and then the other scenario was in another position but the point is is I did it and I just I you just don't know but I like this young lady because she taps into a lot of things um on the sexual side and I like that and so I would love to have her on this podcast and speak to her and I'm gonna reach out and see if I can get on the show so we can really get some like insight about you know things that we need to know but here's the other thing and I'll give you um uh, an example of what she's talking about before I get into it which is better sex requires a real conversation or um real criticism from your spouse now, ladies, I know we have in these situations. I'm sorry, my allergies is acting up. I had to turn the fan and fan down, but so that I w- it wouldn't be all in the background. But um, I think that not nah, gentlemen too. And I'm gonna give you two examples of that, and then I'm gonna play this clip. I've had situations where, when I was younger, not now. Um, now, if my spouse was to tell me to move a certain kind of way, or you know, he wants it a kind of way, or 
he insinuates that he wants it a kind of way. I don't really take it personal. I take it as, all right, this is what he need right now. So this is how I'm going to give it to him. Um, this is what he want. He wanted this way. So this is, this is what's arousing him and getting him off. So that's what I need to be doing to make sure he's in a good space. And I hope that he, he, he does the same for me, but I've also had a situation. I've also had a situation because I haven't had many of these situations where I had to explain, but I did have one situation where I was with somebody. We were in a relationship. Actually, we lived together at the time. And, um, you know, I started getting, our love life started getting dry and, and it wasn't spicy and it started off spicy and it was good. And then just went to, uh, and it, it, Part of it, for on my side anyway, was that we kept being in the same position um, and never switching to another position. And the one, the one position that I hate now, not necessarily, I don't hate it now because, like I said, my love life is different now. But back then, I hated this one position because we always did it, which was spooning position. And it's like, all right, we need to switch it up. But while I said this to him and he took it personal, he was really angry about it. And when I say that, you know, that caused problems in our relationships, I'm not going to tell you exactly what kind of problems, but it caused a lot of problems in our relationship. Um, he strayed. I eventually left and that was the end. Now we wind up, you know, kind of like seeing each other afterwards, you know, like, not necessarily being all the way together, but we did see each other afterwards. And um, it was never the same. Like, it was cool, you know, we, when we linked up or whatever, but it, for me, it was never the same. And it never, and it was other little things that he did that annoyed me too as well. So um, this is why this next clip is very important. Let's get to it. <laughs> like to point out, you guys, I want to say it again. Some of y'all be like, oh, I be eating pussy though hella good. Like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all don't be sucking dick hella good. Y'all be sucking dick just okay. Oh. And a lot of people just are not telling you because either your pussy good is compensating for it or either like, oh, that did good, so it's gonna compensate for it. And what I'm telling you, what if all of it was good? Sometimes the littlest thing that you're not speaking up about is affecting your sex life and that it can be better. Stop settling. Learn how to talk to people politely, but you can still tell them what you want. You should be doing the same thing. But if nobody is doing it, it's like, who wants to say something first? There's always something you can critique your partner on sexually. I think it's more weird when somebody doesn't give me anything. Doesn't have anything to say, right. Oh, no, that was just great. It could be great. I didn't say. It wasn't. Right. I damn sure didn't say it went great. I just said what could make it better. Mm -hmm. We we know that it's going to be great if we're doing it right. But even if you're great at sex, you guys. It's not your body. So even if you don't know where to start, just say every week, one week, we're going to say one way something can do better or let's work on something. Let's Mm. let's talk about head this week. Let's talk about stroke game next week. Let's talk about how you finger me this week. Like one new thing. What's one thing you would would give me one critique on? When's the last time you've invested in your pleasure, you know? And it's never enough because you're like, we're going to be stuck with this body until the day that we die. So we should never, ever stop investing. We don't got to bust it. So, yeah, that was part of the clip. And that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, in in relationships. Now, some people, again, like she said, are afraid to have that discussion. Um, And then some people take it really, really offensive. And it's not to be taken offensively. It's uh, it's to be taken as I want us to keep this spicy. I want us to keep, you know what I mean, it going. Um, During, like, you know, it's during it could be, you know, communicated and it could be communicated beforehand, but the communication has to be there. You need to know what it is you doing to, to satisfy your partner. I need to know um, what to do to satisfy my partner. I need him to know what it is that satisfies me. And it's not necessarily, you know, bad criticism. It's criticism that keeps us popping keeps our, our shit spicy. I'm one of them people that so strongly believes in keeping it spicy. Um, and I'm this next thing that we're going to talk about really quick, and we're going to run through this one pretty quick because I want to get to the love. But I'm one of them type of people. I like to keep it spicy. Hold on, I got to find. 
what I'm looking for. But I like to keep it spicy. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody and we can't we can't have a discussion about what it is that turns us both on what it oh here we go what it is we both need um i think those things are very important because we both need them and if we're not talking about the things that we need or we're not talking about the things that we want eventually somebody's gonna stray it's probably not going to be me but if you stray then i gotta leave because like it is what it is so um yeah I think communication when it comes down to that aspect of your sex life is very important. Let me get to this next part. So the ne- the next thing posed, and this came from the same young, this is why I rock with it, y'all. Um, seven potential reasons why people fake orgasms, and I'm going to run through them really quick. Number one, boredom. Not really aroused or into it, but do it for their partner. Fake participant. Um because they don't want to say no or make their partner feel awkward. Number two, positive reinforcement to stroke partner's ego, especially if you know the partner really likes feeling accomplished. Number three, the fake it till you make it approach wants to create more excitement to inspire a more fulfilling experience. The thought that if I don't like it, um, I mean, if I act like I like it, it's good. They'll start matching my energy sensually. Um, wants to avoid awkwardness of talking. Because mm-hmm, a lot of us do that. We try to avoid the awkwardness about having bad sexual experiences, especially if you don't know how to discuss it or work on it in an honest but not rude way. Mm-hmm. And she said that in that clip that we just played sometimes people fake it because number five sometimes people fake it because they don't um they don't know what would actually help the situation or they don't know how to teach their partner what would help um would rather stay quiet than to speak up with no direction um number six as a way to avoid their partner being passive aggressive sometimes people are embarrassed when orgasms um is an orgasm isn't reached and they can't process the embarrassment by being close off um closed off which doesn't feel good number seven um the relationship with self or with the partner is not in a good space trying to act normal hoping it will help um and she has courses. It's called Sexual Essentials. Um, you can find her on IG. I love this young lady. Oh, I do. She she gives you a lot of insight about things that you normally wouldn't really want to talk about. And some things we are embarrassed to, to talk about. Um, I asked the question, and I think I usually ask this question, which is of my spouse's. Like, have you ever faked an orgasm? But at the same time, now I'm going to give you two scenarios and me asking that question one is um i want to know because women fake orgasms all the time thank god i don't have to fake them um, right about now um and two so i wanted to know i want to know if dudes fake orgasms and two and they do and two i want to this is the the gift and curse the the gift is i'm getting more insight about the male mind and how that works and you know how that goes um the curse is once i ask that question then i'm wondering like are you faking with me um i've never asked that question but it it should be a question i should i I probably should pose (laughs) while i'm asking the question of have you ever faked an orgasm so um yeah she's very insightful though and like i said i can't i'm gonna reach out because i would love if she did this show and came and taught us a thing or three about you know being more sexual sexual as a as a culture you know um especially with our spouses i don't i'm not out here with a whole bunch of different people i've only been with the same person for the last five years but um you know, I could use some tips about how I could be, you know, sexier in bed and cuter and better in bed and why not? You know what I mean? Like, I like getting tips about how I can create a better 
scenario or a better embrace you know embrace the situation a little bit better um and again like i have never he wanted like he want to show me how he want things i have no problems with him doing so this is probably why we've lasted and that and the chemistry but uh, yeah tell me what it is you want don't have me out here looking crazy and then i'm trying to figure out well, what's wrong with you and i told you i had the situation where i explained it to the person the person was angry because i explained that to him so I think that we need to find that lane where we can have the discussions about the things we want and need and not take it all the way personal. But anyway, let me get to this love real quick because we are cutting close on time. The United States, France, Germany, um, the UK, and India, these are my top countries. These are the people that love me the most. They come back and they hold it down for the girl. And I love you too. Thank you for being here for me. Um, I'm going fast because our time is fleeting. Um, Brazil, the Netherlands, Singapore. Hi, babies. I love all of you. Um, South Africa, Spain, the Philippines, Belgium, Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius. I love you guys. Hey, Israel, Canada, Hong Kong. Hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Russia, Switzerland, and Turkey. I love all of you guys. I appreciate you for coming here. And holding a girl down. I think that makes like 24 countries. I gotta do, I gotta count. I don't know. I gotta count. I gotta count to see what the real number of how many countries we at because I did a lot of changing. Oh, and also I gotta say something before I get out of here. Um, so I'm gonna run through my top cities real quick. And I, that doesn't mean that I love any of you any less. It just means these are the people that come around the most. So Columbus, Ohio, San Jose. Um, San Jose, California, Baltimore, Maryland, France, I won't butcher the name of this city, Spring Valley, Nevada, Frankfurt, High Germany, Washington, Virginia, hello, um, Ashburn, Virginia, North Las Vegas, Nevada, on period, Pooh, I love Nevada, they be on it, girl, down, Norton Shores, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, shout out to the Sean, hey, Bournemouth, Oregon, ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, hi, babies, the other part of Vegas, Las Vegas, um, Nevada, I don't know. Um, Owens Mills, Maryland, Pikesville, Maryland, Boulder City, Nevada. I told you Nevada be holding a girl up down. No, India, I will not butcher the name of your city either, but I love you. Thank you. Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hi. Um, Randallstown, Maryland, and Singapore, Singapore. I love you guys. Also, um, you know, it's other cities that show me love, like Dallas and Houston. And, oh my gosh, I broke, I might have broke my mouse, but you know, other um, Connecticut, other um, states. Um, let's see, it's Connecticut, San Fran, um, De Detroit, Michigan, other parts of Michigan. I appreciate all of you guys. Hi, I love you. Thanks. Um, so anyway, announcements. Tomorrow marks our two-year anniversary of doing this podcast, y'all. And I'm so happy and grateful to all of you guys that, you know, gave me the strength to keep going and, and, and you know, keep holding it down. And that's my immediate people. And then that's also my down, the people who download, the people who come and watch. And, you know, I appreciate you guys. But tomorrow marks two years. We've been at it with this podcast, July the 21st. We don't have a show, but Friday we're going to turn up. Um, Cause that's our next show after this fire Friday. Um, So we'll turn up on fire Friday and celebrate. And I think I'm going to um, run through some more because it's a celebration run through more of the cities that show us love um, on Fire Friday. And I might throw a headline or two in there as well. So that's that. Then also, I've been trying to figure out how I was going to, because it's something that I do want to do, but I don't want to do it on like um, Facebook or YouTube. Like I can't even get as, as explicit as I would want to as far as Facebook and YouTube are concerned. And when it comes to the music, you know, Facebook always takes takes it down after I go live the first time. And you can hear it while I'm live, but once it's for the replay, they always mute the music. So I'm in a situation where I do want to do music reviews, but I want to be able to go hard just in case people come for me because they don't like what I say without being penalized. I think I figured that out. And as soon as I organize it the way it's supposed to be organized i will put you guys on and let you know what's going what's going down 
um, July the 29th, which is very, very soon, nine days away, we are interviewing Hotep, July the 29th, 9.30. It's a smoke break. We doing that. We got this. We're going to handle it. I'm locked and loaded. I got mad questions that I want to ask this young man, and I'm going to ask him because that's what I do. That's what I do. Um, I told y'all, as soon as I get the exact date, um, for the movie number nine is is um on its way in august so as soon as i get the date and where you guys can focus on that i will i will i will i will let you know um so yeah what else what else what else is on the agenda but yeah um i think that for the two situations that i have set up right now um that's where i'll do the music reviews at um, the radio station is getting back online. We just had to fix a few things and who we dealt with um, on a partnership. Excuse me. <coughs> Cottonmouth. Mm. But we organized that. We figured that thing out. So the radio station will be back up and running. Um, it's a few things that's changing with the magazine as well. Just be patient and stay tuned. Um but it's a lot of things going on right now. But I'm happy about it. I don't have no complaints. I like staying booked and busy. Now I love doing interviews. That's like my thing. What's going on? But yeah, that's how we're gonna sling. Oh, okay. So let me get into my um shenanigans. I was trying to think of everything I wanted to say, y'all. So, let me go through the things that I have to say. First and foremost, if you want to be on this show, right? You want to be a guest. Don't be shy. Hit us up. Be our guest. Be our guest. Ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Again, hit us up. Ambitiouslythepodcast. It's scrolling on the screen at gmail.com. Um, hit us up. We'll talk about whatever you got going on. I'm here for it. Uh, we are on all streaming sites, podcast, um, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcasts, you know, all that good stuff. When we're discussing the news, everything is alleged. We don't know. We weren't there. We don't really, you know what I mean? We can't tell you for sure, but we can report what's going on if it's available. If we play music, I have full permission to play it. I just don't go around playing people music without their permission, and that's just that. So I always have permission to play. Um, remember, you can always join the conversation, drop a comment. And also, I leave the link available in the description every show. Now, the link changes every show because no show has the same link. But you can tap in. You can join the live yourself and come in and speak your mind on how you feel about things. And we're open. We might not agree, but we're open to your your um, side of it. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Any like, any share, and any subscription is greatly appreciated, and we love y'all. And if you want to donate, the links are available in the description above and be- or below, depending on how you're watching. And remember, check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Um, yeah. And remember, it's a lot of things changing on our website, so... Don't, don't, don't get too used to some things. Some things got to be switched around, but mama got it. Mama got it. Um, now, if by chance you haven't caught some of our, well, a lot of our interviews, they're available on YouTube. Um, I'm showing you from when I posted them on Facebook, but they're available on YouTube. These are the link. You know, our, the links are available on YouTube. Go to our web, uh, again, our um, YouTube page, Ambitiously the Podcast. Um, the Black Experience. But if you just type in Ambitiously the Podcast, it'll pop up. Go check out some of our interviews. Very dope interviews. Very insightful. Um, You can learn a few things from some of those interviews. So, yeah, definitely go check it out. And while you're on the website, make sure you check out our boutique. Now, this is what I wanted to get to. We have a few pop-up shops coming out. We have some pop-up shops. We got new merchandise that's um, in the works right now for the boutique. And then, so we'll have a pop-up shop for that. And there will be, um, I I can't tell you how many, but there will be prizes given away, free stuff given away. Um, And I'll let you know the ins and outs of that. We are giving away a few free things, but we're also having a viral pop-up shop. I will be um, going live 
you know, introducing these products. We also will have a pop-up shop for Mouvet Joie, which is our adult toy shop, but it's going to be an invite-only thing um, because it is a- adult-oriented and we don't want, you know, somebody's kids running up in there. Oh, check out our website also, www.mouvetjoie.com. Again, www.mouvetjoie.com. Um, and if you don't know what that means, it means bad joy. So we got a lot of things going on in the works. So I'm just, you know, sit tight. We working on them. Um, yeah. So show up for Fire, Fire Friday. And now I got to. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. I think they were trying to rush Fire Friday. But anyway, show up for Friday, Fire Friday, where we play music from up-and-coming artists, underground artists. You know, we just show love to those that need the love. Um, we love music, y'all. So that's what we do. So that's what Fire Friday is about. Now, I got to say these things because I say I'm at the end of every show. One is my your fucking business everybody's business is not your business come here on Mondays I promise you I will give you all the gab we be on the gab beat so come show up on Mondays and I got you I'm gonna tell you business people's business and then you know that's the safer way to take the business the nosiness in it's safer that way come here but mind your fucking business don't be in other people's business Karens um Love your kids, encourage your kids, you know, um, speak greatness into your kids so that they can be successful. It's hard enough out here, and especially if you're a person of color. Love on them, hug on them, just embrace them. Last but not least, stay in your fucking lane. Like, it's a difference, I told y'all, between minding other people's business and jumping in other people's lanes. And when you jump in other people's lane, well, especially my lane, you jump in my lane, that's what you're going to get. And you don't want that. You want this. <laughs> so stay in your lane. When you jump in other people's lanes, it causes a collision. Nobody needs that drama in their in their lives. So just stay in your fucking lane. And with that being said, I love you guys. You guys are extraordinary. Thank you for those who turned in to the live podcast. Thank you in advance to those who will be downloading the podcast. I appreciate you so much. I love you guys and good night. Bye. Hold up. I don't know what happened. Bye.